Welcome to the Joyful Journey podcast. If you're uncertain about what you really want or unsure how to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we raise our vibration, we heighten the collective consciousness, and that, my friends, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyers, Anita Adams here, your host of the Joyful Journey podcast. Before we get into the theme of today's show, I want to shout out to TM Menti for the iTunes review, who says, Anita, thank you for sharing your personal stories and for encouraging others to find a joyful life. Your insight and wisdom is inspirational and motivating for others trying to find their authentic self, passion, and purpose in life. TM Menti, Thank you for taking the time to listen to the show and to leave your review and to all the others who are doing the same. It truly, truly means a lot to me. And with that, on this episode, I want to share another personal story. And this time it's about a mystical encounter. Have you ever had a mystical encounter? Perhaps something that made you look at the world a little different? or made you feel part of something much bigger or greater than yourself? I've had a number of such encounters. And the one I want to share with you today has forever changed the way I look at and interact in the world around me. In the summer of 2016, my family went on a week-long kayaking trip into Clayaquat Sound, which is just outside of Tofino on the west coast of Vancouver Island. This trip was full of the most wonderful wildlife sightings. Not 20 minutes after leaving the beach in Tofino, we found ourselves paddling next to a giant humpback whale bigger than a school bus. We were a bit too close for comfort, so we quickly put our backs into the paddle to put some distance between us and this creature's feeding zone. Throughout the trip, whale sightings were frequent. Orcas, grays, humpbacks. We also saw sea lions, sea otters, seals, and a variety of bird life too numerous to count. The most magical wildlife sighting of all, though, was on day five, and I remember it like it was yesterday. We are camped on a white sand beach on the southern tip of Flores Island, and we are the only humans to be seen. It's a chilly morning with the fog sitting heavily all around our camp. My husband and son are building a small fire and I'm huddling over the stove preparing our coffee when my daughter pokes her head out of the tent and breathlessly whispers, wolf. I look up just as a massive canine steps out of the mist barely 50 feet from us. This magnificent creature stops and our eyes lock. Then another wolf emerges from the fog. Then another and another. We are all transfixed. My little family of four staring at what appears to be another family of four looking back at us with curious interest. One family to another together as one 
sharing a moment. Time stands still in our tiny bubble that is engulfed in a blanket of fog, blocking out all sounds and sights beyond. Then as one, the wolves turn and silently disappear behind the white curtain, and we are left feeling as if we were touched by the divine. There are signposts around the island that tell you what to do if you come across a wolf. Accordingly, you're supposed to throw your arms up, make yourself big and scream. Fortunately, just the day before this encounter, we met a woman on the trail from the indigenous community of Ahusat. She was the village school principal who had much to say about the wolves of the island and the ridiculousness of those signs. The wolves aren't going to harm anyone, she exclaimed. They are smart, curious, spiritual creatures that are revered by my people. I'm so grateful we met this woman just the day before the wolves paid us a visit. For when they appeared, none of us were frightened or felt compelled to stand up and scream. I recognize that there are times when the advice given on those signs would be wise to heed. This just wasn't one of those times. Instead, it was a time to be one with the environment, one with the universe, and in harmony with all things. This was a mystical experience for me. And through it, I felt a loss of self and found a connection to the whole of life even if only for the briefest moment as I sat transfixed looking at those beautiful animals that were looking back at us with such curiosity. In that still moment of time, I felt a deep connection to something much bigger. And ever since, my spirit has longed to recreate the experience, to feel that mystical energy wrap its arms around me like a warm embrace. For a long time, I believed you had to wait for these rare mystical experiences to find you. What I've discovered, though, is the more you look for them, the more they begin to appear. About two years ago, I started asking the universe to bring me more mystical encounters. Why not ask for what you want, right? And I wanted to feel that connection and that magic that comes with it. Much to my delight, the universe answered, and those mystical encounters, or what I interpreted as mystical encounters, began to show up in the tiniest of form, the hummingbird. Hummingbirds were showing up everywhere I went sitting on a rocky beach as I ate my lunch, dancing in front of me as I walked through the forest, hovering by my window as I worked at my desk, following me as I zipped down the road on my bicycle. For a year and throughout the year, hummingbirds were constantly showing up. And in those visits, I could hear God in the universe saying, hello, Anita, here I am right in front of you. I see you. Do you see me? <laughs> oh, each visit of those hummingbirds have been as mystical as the wolves showing up on that beach on that cold, foggy morning. Maybe you think it's just a bird. 
I choose to see the divine. I choose to make the ordinary extraordinary. My forest walks have become another mystical experience for me. Although I don't feel touched by the divine every time I step into the woods, when I go into nature with the intention to have a mystical experience, though, I usually find it. I believe it's this intention to experience a connection with the divine that actually makes it possible to have those mystical experiences. Intention alone is not enough, though. You must slow down and take notice. When you slow down to listen to the birds, to touch the moss on a tree, to see the clouds move through the sky, to smell the air, to notice, really notice everything around you, you will begin to feel a greater connection to the divine, to the universe, and to the whole of life. A beautiful way of being that enables that connection to the universe and the whole of life is to be in wonder. Be in wonder about the trees and how they've grown and how they are so interconnected to everything in the forest. Be in wonder about the clouds and how they cling to the mountains, how they hold and release the rain that feeds the forest. Be in wonder about the wind and how it makes the trees dance. Be in wonder with everything around you like a child discovering their world. And those mystical encounters will show up and you'll feel that connection to something powerful, something that will move your soul. And you'll understand at your core that you are not alone, that the universe and you are together as one. I hope you enjoyed this story and that it inspires you to step out into nature more and to embrace that childlike wonder that's within you. When you do, you'll find a deeper connection to the universe and you'll experience a lightness of being because you'll understand that you are not alone. And there, there is something so much bigger out there that also wants to embrace you. May your life be filled with many mystical encounters. Until next time, Joyful Journeyer, have an awesome day. Thank you for joining us today on the Joyful Journey podcast. If anything resonated with you, please visit our website at joyfulinspiredliving.com. Sign up to receive a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom and become a member of the Joyful Inspired Living community. For a deeper spiritual dive, check out our retreats. We offer both in-person retreats on beautiful Bowen Island in British Columbia, as well as online retreats that you can do from the comfort of your own home. And finally, if you liked our show, please leave a review so more people can find it and learn how to access their highest self. And together, we'll raise the collective consciousness.